This is Marvel 616 Politics, episode 49, with Andy Kirby and Jared Mayo. It's been a long time. 49 episodes. Oh, 49. That's nuts. That's crazy. Well, I mean, it may be crazy to you, but I mean, it, it makes perfect sense to me. So, so 49, is that, is this our third year? When did we start this? I don't know. I, that's what I was trying to figure out. Because actually, I think <laughs> the anniversary is in August, right? So it, yes. it is our third year, right? Like we've completed three years. So, okay. So we started in 09. Let's see here. That, yeah, that makes sense because I moved back here in 08. Yeah, 09. Right, oh. right. And then uh, let's see because we did it. Is this our third year or second year? I can't remember. Well, if it was our second year, that means we've gotten out an episode. Uh, like every month and a half on average? I know that didn't happen. Every <laughs> Every three Every three weeks, something like that. Let's find out. We can we can do this. We can do this. Marvel616politics.com. Let's see here. The the first one. Oh, do you have an upload date? Uh, I do, even though we had to change it. So let's see here. So this should give us some estimate. It just says April 18th. Come on. Give me something better. April 18th, 9, 11 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway. We'll find out by next episode. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, right. Next episode. Yeah, we'll put that off. So what's going on, man? Dude, I'm sitting on my couch. That's great. How's school? How's the old J-O-B? Yeah, did that... Was I teaching when we did our last episode? No, because we talked about setting up the classroom, right? Oh, yeah, the superhero stuff. Yeah, and Jen Capelli was like all mentioning on your your uh, Facebook page how cool that was. It that's it's crazy. No one ever writes on my Facebook page, and here you guys are having a conversation. <laughs> it's nuts. It back from her, you know. Do you want to wait? Say that. What? What? I said it was really good feedback from her. We don't get typically get a lot of feedback about the podcast. So yeah, I know, and I was kind of worried about that because that was forty minutes of non-comic book stuff, and it was kind of heavy, and we were going through some stuff. So uh, I was happy with the feedback as well. <laughs> you found out about it before I did, even though it was my Facebook page. Well, what can I say? That's what I do when I'm teaching. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to hear a funny story about Facebook? I'd love to hear a funny story about Facebook. Okay. All right. So I listened to, you know, I'm kind of a conspiracy theorist guy. Mm-hmm. So I listened, I was listening to uh, some shows and they were like, you know, in the news, you know, a post, a, a informational news post was released that this guy seemed to be suspicious because he didn't have a Facebook page. Right. Oh, okay. And, you know, like everybody's like, oh, he kept to himself. He didn't have a Facebook page. So like, that's the norm. Right. Hmm. I never use my Facebook page. I only use the Marvel 616 because that's all I really care about. You know, there's I, I have to be careful who listens to this, obviously, but there's not that many people in high school that I care to keep up with. Hmm. Right? Haters going to hate. What? Haters going to hate. Haters going to hate. That's right. 
That's what I heard. So anyway, I decided, you know what, it, if everything's deleted and everything, I look suspicious. So I'll start a Facebook page. And I was like, well, what do I want to do? What do I want to what do I want to post on my page? Is it stuff that I just want to collect? Do I want feedback? Do I want interaction? No, basically, I just want to use it as an address book and not use it at all, right? Mm-hmm. So every day, I'm picking a random blog and posting a sentence or two from that blog. On on my Facebook page. So, you know, it could look like it came from me or that I care about something other than comics or, you know, whatever. So, anyway, I I added a bunch of high school friends because I was like, you know, it's about time I I joined this group and 10 year anniversary is or reunions coming up sometime. And so I kind of need to know about that. And Facebook's probably how they're going to let everybody know. Mm hmm. So, I started posting and started adding these friends of mine, friends. And so, one girl, lady, woman, I don't know, says, why are you adding people? You, it doesn't even look like you use Facebook. So, I said, I typed back, social experiment. That's all I wrote. Mm-hmm. And she wrote back, no thank you, or then <laughs> I'm out, or something like that. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. And then I was like, ah. Oh, the Heisenberg uncertainty principle. If you have studied it, you have changed it. So therefore, you've participated in it. So I wrote her back and I said, I'm sorry, but because you wrote something, you've already participated in the experiment. And she, the next thing I know, she deleted her, her, all her stuff that she put on my page. Like, <laughs> <that's the thing. laughs> I thought it was great. I thought it was great. So is she no, no longer your friend or is she still your friend? I don't know. I haven't checked that. Let's find out. Let's. <laughs> Why don't you tell me what's going on with you while I look that up? Oh. Well, yes. Started the J-O-B. And I have to go every day. Except for Saturday and Sunday. So that's kind of weird. Just I like the whole sub thing better. That was nice. I could say no when I don't want to go. And yes when I do. A lot more work involved with this you know, 9 to 5 thing. But... Yeah, the kids are actually really good. I have, like, one of the best classes in the whole school. That's what they say, but I really think it's the teacher. So. Dude, she unfriended me, I think. You you knew it was going to happen. If she's going to delete all her, all her posts, she's going to unfriend you. How could, well, I mean, I wasn't even invited to her wedding. It was two of my friends. They're both my friends, and they got married to each other. I'm looking at wedding pictures right now. Is this what we use Facebook for? What? To, to... To see what's going on with other people? To look at their pictures and stuff? I do. Do you? To feel bad about ourselves that we weren't included. (laughs) I mean, I have to troll Jackie's page just to find a couple pictures of you to manipulate. (laughs) So that you can put them on the... (laughs) (laughs) Hard to find pictures of the Andy Kirby. Wow, man. Well, yeah, I named it the Andy Kirby so that nobody could find me. Yeah. I mean, that's obvious. I oh. never. I don't think I ever put up the pictures of when you and Jackie came up to visit. No, because I would just say, take them down. Take them down! Uh, maybe I did put them up, but you untagged yourself. Thanks. Yes, probably, because I untagged myself from everything, except things that have nothing to do with me. If they have nothing to do with me, I'd leave them up. Mm. It's the way of the world. Get used to it, Jared. Ooh, that's a Tina song. The way of the world. Yes. All right, so well, now we can reference our Tina Awards in the intro? <laughs> well, I believe you had some kind of big 
big um kind of weather atmospheric type disturbance where you were oh my goodness yes hurricane isaac oh man all right this thing didn't cause a whole lot of damage but it rained non-stop as heavy as you can imagine for four days straight mm. and so we lost power and okay whatever we lost power mm-hmm. so we can't flush the toilets unless we have power and why because what? yeah because the well runs on electricity Oh. <laughs> right. So, like, before this, I knew all this, so I filled up a, a bunch of five-gallon buckets so we could flush the toilets and, um, you know, I set aside drinking water and everything. Um, and that was our main concern. And we were like, you know what, that's fine. If electricity goes out, which we know it's going to happen, um, we'll be fine because we still have the necessities. And we'll just, you know, have the storm. It'll rain for two days and then pass on. But this thing slowed down to six miles an hour, stayed right on top of us, rained that long, and all of a sudden, in my living room, the chimney starts crying. Mm. Like, well, what's going on there? Now, I knew it leaked a little bit. I think I talked about it on the show. But this thing, like, if you put your finger up to it, you could actually see the flow of water. It wasn't just, like, condensation. It was actually flowing out. So we're like, oh, crud. So we roll up the carpet in there because it's tile floor, which is good. And um, so we start putting towels out. And then so we put 10 towels out. And then we we uh, when they get soaked, which it takes probably five, 10 minutes for them to get soaked, we throw them in the dryer and then we put 10 more towels down. And, you know, we have to wait longer for the dryer to, to dry the towels. So it takes longer than 10 minutes. So we wait 30 minutes and then those are completely soaked. And then we go back to and we switch it out. That was fine. We were like, we can do this. You know, we'll take turns sleeping or something um, so that the water doesn't get all over. Yeah. Well, that was fine until the power went out and you can't use the dryer. Mm. So then we had to like hand wring them all out. You could have hung them on the line. No, it was raining outside. So. <laughs> that was my little joke. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, here's the thing. Like, I don't know what's going on with the chimney, but the rain was coming in sideways, and so the chimney does have an opening in the side, you know, on either side symmetrically, mm-hmm. and so the water was coming in there. So it's not a problem all the time because most of the time the water falls, you know, relatively straight down, and uh, so this. You know, this time it just kept pouring in, and I was like, "Man, we're gonna have to take care of this." So the 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 chimney guy came today, and he was like, "There are so many things that could be the problem." Um, I I just figured you seal the mortar, you know, you spray it or something, make it waterproof, and then you're done with it. But he's like, you know, the flashing is wrong, the hole at the top is wrong, all the caulking where the chimney uh, touches the house is cracked and wrong, and uh, you know, so he's like. It's going to be tough to start, but you need to start with the small things. So, all in all, it was fine over the hurricane. Um, We had one tree come down, but, you know, it was fine. I'm wondering how one of our listeners, I think his name was Eric. I couldn't remember. But he was in New Orleans. Wasn't it better there? He posted the Facebook. What did you say? Wasn't it better there since they took care of the levees and stuff? Better than Katrina, but not necessarily better than what we got. Oh, okay. I think there was a, some flood. I, you know, I don't even really know. So, because I don't, I, I don't watch the news. Well, all the news just kept saying how New Orleans is great, but all the other parishes that didn't get new levies are 
the pits. Oh, yeah, I can believe that. So, yeah, but other than that, it's all right. We got pigs, man. <laughs> what? We got two piglets. What? Where did you get them? Uh, a buddy of mine called up after the storm, and he was like, hey, man, let's go over to Gulfport, picking up eight pigs. You want some? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so I had to go outside and get my pig pen ready, uh, make sure they couldn't breach it, and then uh, go out. Buy them, pick them up, come back. My goodness, those suckers stink. So we have two pigs, we're feeding them up, and then in three months, we'll kill them. That's what I was going to ask you. Are you getting bacon or are you going to breed them? Oh, we're not going to breed them, no. We're just doing a three-month. They go from 40 pounds, I mean, not at birth, but I got them at around 35, 40 pounds, to 250, 300 in three months. That's insane. Well, okay. Was it? I thought the point was for you to raise your own food. Yes. But I thought you wanted to make it like residual. Well, I, we will. This is just our first try. So what I want to do is, if it only takes three months, then I can slaughter these or I can stagger the slaughter and put them in the freezer, get two more pigs and then breed them and you know then we'll be eating on the food while we raise the other ones gotcha and then you know in a couple months or in by the end of this month we'll have some chickens and they'll start to lay some eggs by the end of two months from then and we're gonna get some ducks and then maybe we'll start on rabbits well now mr andy kirby you have three girls and girls are typically known to become more emotionally attached to uh everything <laughs> okay so uh are they going to be like naming the pigs and oh that... we've, we've named them already oh would you like to know what their names are well i would i guess i'm just concerned about what happens when you tell them we're eating this pig uh, well i told them that already so if i tell them that and they're upset it's because they didn't listen gotcha, gotcha. no they're called kevin and mia <laughs> okay. Can you guess why? Uh, I, I'm very proud of this. Kevin and me. No. Uh-uh. Mia Hamm, the soccer player, and Kevin uh, Bacon. Kevin who? Kevin Bacon. Oh, <laughs> I thought you said Kevin Piggy. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Bacon and Mia Hamm. Whoa. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah, we're going to feed them up and then the. Eat them. And they know that. And, uh, you know, I told them that. One thing they don't know, though, is that I had to put down an animal, a little kitty cat that was in our yard. Oh, I thought it died in the hurricane. No. Just the peacock died in the hurricane? Uh, the peacock disappeared before the hurricane. I don't know where it is. All One day I heard, and then I never saw it again. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I, they're just that sounds like a reality show in the making down at you. <laughs> this poor cat, like it's rolling around in the yard. So I'm like, oh, it's got a broken leg, crud, you know. And my dog won't leave it alone, but it's not really scared of the dog. And so I tied the dog up to make sure that he doesn't attack the cat. I go over to the cat, and the cat's like got a bobblehead thing going on and not focusing its eyes on anything. And I'm like, oh no, what is this? So. I, you know, I didn't know what to do, so I grabbed the stick, and I kind of, like, 
I didn't poke it, but, you know, kind of petted its arm, and it, like, lashed out and, uh, you know, hissed and, and attacked the stick, but still just rolled. It couldn't walk. And it didn't look like it could see me. I don't know if it was blind or whatever, but I'm like, Jack, you got to take the kids somewhere because I got to deal with this kitty cat. Uh, yeah, so that was kind of sad. I didn't, I mean, you know, it was on the property, but... Do the kids know? They do not know that that's what happened. Gotcha. I'm surprised they haven't asked because they were adamant. They Felicity was like, if that cat gets killed, I will be angry. <laughs> it's like, okay, easy now. Let's let's go to the library. Well, I hope they're okay with the pigs. <laughs> right. To eat them. <laughs> I don't know. They may not be because every time they're like, can I have more chicken? No matter what kind of meat we're eating. Oh, really? <laughs> like, this is cow, but yes, you can have more meat. Now, how old your oldest? Seven or eight? Seven. Seven. Okay. Yep. Man. <laughs> Seven-year-old. You're young. I'm young? Dude, you're 29. I am. I'm 29. I got a seven-year-old. Wow. Yep, by the time I'm 30, she'll almost be one-third of my life. <laughs> she'll be one-third of my life. <laughs> That's crazy, right? Yeah, I, I not looked at it that way, but yeah, that right. <laughs> that fraction's only going to get smaller. Yeah. Yeah, well, anyway. Anyway, what, what else is going on with you? Anything? Uh, nope, just the J-O-B, and uh, my sister got induced today, so we'll see if she has the baby or not. Oh, that's awesome. Abby's pregnant. She's going to give birth sometime. I don't know. You don't know when? Maybe they'll give birth at the same time. Like, is she almost nine months pregnant, or is she like two months pregnant? Oh, no, she's nine months. I think she was due last week. I don't know. Oh, how close is she to you? Geographically? Yeah. She's in Florida. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if you meant did we grow up close or is she oh. close in age or... I mean, no, if you have some deep, dark stuff you want to share about you guys, that's cool. Well, one day I told her, <laughs> you'll be my best friend. Forget these other sibs. No, that's not true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got for, Don't forget your brother listens to this. I know. He's the best brother I ever had. He's pretty good at giving us some feedback. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He listens to the intro part. He doesn't care about the comic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll get um, it. We give that intro information. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. Let's do that. Um, this is Marvel 616 Politics. It is a comic book podcast featuring the 616 universe that is Marvel. Um, you can email us at marvel616politics at gmail.com. Visit our website, marvel616politics.com. You can always follow us on Twitter at 616politics. Give us a call. Ask us a question. Leave us a comment. 616-755-TINA. Or you can look us up on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash marvel616politics. I'm a real fan of how you said WWW. Yeah, as it was coming out, I was like, do we still use that? <laughs> do people say that? Is that understood? Do you have to? 
Now, some some web pages you do, some you don't. But now explain that to me. Why? Um, because my understanding is it's a subdomain. And so you have to use the protocol, which is HTTP colon slash slash. And then you put the subdomain and then you put the domain and then you put the, what do they call it? The, the, the super domain. I don't know. I'm oh. going to sound stupid to all our listeners out there, but, um, you have to go into your records. And if you have a, oh, in goodness gracious, if you go into something called a C panel, I believe, and you set your record, your XM record, your, ah, see, I sound dumb. But if you set your record to uh, equal uh, www, if you have nothing there, then it's accessing a certain section of the web, a certain internal internet. You know what? I'm just going to stop talking because I'm not even sure about all this stuff that I'm saying. Well, I don't even barely, I can barely get my computer on. So <laughs> I just wasn't sure what that, what the reasoning was. The World Wide Web. But I've seen WW2, WWW3, that type of thing. So I don't know, you know? Really? Yes. WW3? Yes. Mm. I don't know what that is. That sounds like a good conspiracy theory. Oh, it is. Oh, I know it is. And then yeah, there's are there like... any new ones? What's going on? I need to hear some new new stuff. You, okay, you want to hear? Th- this is the newest one, okay? There was an executive order that came out. And do you know what an executive order is? Yes, from the president. From the president of the United States of America. There was an executive order. You know how we've had a lot of shootings, including veterans, recently? Yes. Okay, well, if you pair that, the shootings with veterans, and then you also have, um, I think, the head medical guy of the armed forces has now said that he wants to take out the... um, post-traumatic stress disorder he wants to take out the disorder part and he wants to say well it's just post-traumatic stress and everybody needs to uh be screened you know for if they need treatment or medication it's not necessarily a disorder it's not uh selective people so those are two isolated things right executive order that came out and i'm about to tell you what that is Oh, no, the, the shootings, and then uh, this guy being interviewed, and that's what he that's his agenda, what he wants to do. And then an executive order just recently came out that said, you know what, we're going to help all our veterans, and we are going to uh, screen them all and you know make sure that they get the help they need for post-traumatic stress disorder and stuff like that. So the numbers are... They are rushing into this plan. They said, we will screen and treat 100,000 veterans by December 12th of this year. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Now, here's the conspiracy theory part that I think. December 21st, something catastrophic is going to happen. They're going to have, the government is going to have to take control, right? Who is trained to fight back? The veterans, right? Ex-military are the ones that are actually trained. They're the ones that they see as the potential threat. That If they say, all right, civilization as we know it is coming crashing down. We have to take control. We're going to do this. We all have to band together. Those people who say, no, absolutely not. You're not in charge. You can't just take control. We have to vote 
things like that. I think that they'll be all medicated or in, you know, in their gulags or wherever. Hmm. That's a conspiracy theory. What do you think is going to happen? Isn't that like the Mayan day as well? Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why I picked it. I think that, well, it doesn't make sense that they would rush all this through. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, why? If you were going to rush it through, then try to do it before the election. But if you're going to do it after the election, then take your time and do it the right way. Like, there are people out there that actually need help and they actually need screening. And actually, veterans are the highest demographic of homeless people. So there is something to this. You know, veterans do need attention and help and support. Uh, but I'm, I'm against, you know, random medications and things like that. Just say, oh, you know, well, veterans are dangerous because they've been killing people, you know. So mm-hmm. I don't know, anyway, that's it's off the top of my head. Are there any going on about the uh, political process right now? Um, there's one that says that nobody really wants to win this election because um, cyclically um, the cycle for a catastrophic downfall is in the next term in 2013 for the economy Uh, and so people both sides kind of know that and so they're putting up people that aren't really that good and they're trying to see whether or not they can lose the election because nobody wants that. Oh, the Republicans were in office when this happened, even mm-hmm. though it may have not had anything to do with them or the Democrats were in office when this happened and it might not have anything to do with them. Um, and the idea is that Hillary Clinton knows that and that's why she doesn't want to be part of this election. And she kind of refused um, in a casual manner, you know, hey, if Biden were to drop the VP spot, would you want to jump? And she said, no, absolutely not. That's why she's across the world during the, the convention right now. Mm-hmm. And she, isn't, she doesn't want anything to do with it. So that she has her options clear for 2016 if she wanted to run. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, there's, you know, there's a few things out there. Anyway... I don't know why we got onto that. Hey, this is we talk about. We always have a formula. The first is weird, whatever we want to talk about. Then we've got our comics, and we got our Tina. But the first part, it's always different. Yeah. Oh, hey, you heard that we got we got called out our podcast. I heard you got called out by that guy. By R.J. Ryan. Yeah, he used to be the Marvel talent scout for the West Coast. Yeah, but I thought he was dissing you yeah well yeah <laughs> i didn't say i didn't say we, tell people that that's what called out is man oh i thought it was like oh i'm thinking shout out oh shout out yeah, <laughs> yeah. no that's a little bit different <laughs> no he uh you know the guys are friends over at hideous energy they were interviewing him and uh for those of you that didn't hear the clip you know, basically, they they were talking about DC relaunch, and they said, "What do you guys feel about the relaunch?" They were asking um, David Marquez, who's the artist on Ultimate Spider-Man, and then they were asking R.J. Ryan, who wrote uh, graphic novel Syndrome, and he you know he used to work for Marvel, and they said, "You know, well, we have mixed feelings about it, but you know, on the positive side, we have a friend uh, who." You know, took the opportunity to actually pick up some DC comics and start reading them. And all of a sudden, R.J. Ryan's like, I hate Andy Kirby and his podcast. It sucks. 
you guys are better and you're this and and he doesn't have a voice for radio and all that stuff. Anyway, it's on the Facebook page. I was listening to it cracking up and actually it was probably it was it was interesting because uh um the the hideous energy guys, David and Austin, they had contacted me ahead of time before I heard this. And they um they were like, "Hey, just to let you know, this guy who we were interviewing said something about you and your podcast." And, you know, he was joking, so we left it in there, but we kind of cringed, and we didn't. We, we just wanted to give you a heads up. But you know what I noticed? Conspicuously, you weren't mentioned. So I think he really digs your style. No, you know, I think I'm not in your – I'm not in that crowd. You're in the crowd. You were, in the, you were on the comic book podcast a couple times. One time. What? I've only done that once. That's you. That was your bag. My bag. That's your bag, yo. I'm not that cat. That's your bag, yo. Hey, don't be getting groovy with me. <laughs> groovy. <laughs> I saw you busting out on Ebonics today, Aaron. As <laughs> uh, <laughs> I talk to Jennifer sometimes. Oh well, I mean, sometimes you got to get on their level. We just like to leave out. Well, and sometimes it's not even. I it changed to Ebonics once he said that. But I like. We just like to change. Like leave out different prepositions and things when we talk to each other. Now is is Tina? Does she use ebonics? Is is ebonics a racial thing? Um, it it's I don't I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 how do I answer that? We let's go back to talking about Tina. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we are sponsored. We actually do get paid for this. So. Yeah. Our wonderful sponsor is DCBService.com. That's DiscountComicBookService.com. Actually, it's not the whole word .com, but it's DCBService.com, Discount Comic Book Service. They are great. Right now, you can order. Put in your order for September, November, and you can get all the Marvel Now titles for, like, what, 75% off or something crazy like that? Do it. It's insane. You can get all the number ones and the mar- – I, I, I haven't done it yet. I got to do it tomorrow. But um it's nuts. So yeah, if you go to if you go to the website, um you get all your pre-orders, your singles, uh, usually 40% off, but now I mean if you're Mar- if you're doing the Marvel Now order, it's I think it's 50 up to 75% off on some of the titles. And you can get an additional 8% off if you type in our promotional code, which is MarvelPOL8. That's yes. MarvelPOL8. I gotta talk to Christina over at DCBS about that. That's that's tough to say. Marvel Pole Eight. Hmm. What what would be good? I'm thinking six one six politics eight. Or oh, politics. that's where it comes from. Yeah. How about Jared is great. Jared is gr and then the word the number eight. Oh, okay, that works. <laughs> was, oh, is that what is that what you wanted to do? That, um, yep, that's exactly what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> so if you type in the promotional code, it is one-time use only, so your first time. So use it wisely, order a bunch of books, get an extra 8% off. That's like 82%, 85 no, 80, 83% if it's 75% off. So that's amazing. And also, if you go to their sister site, InStockTrades.com, all orders over $50 are free shipping. And I got to tell you, these books come pristine. Somebody was asking me about my subscriptions to Marvel the other day, and they were like, yeah, they kind of get bent and stuff. 
I was like, yeah, they do, but I give them away, so, you know, what do I care? But um, if they get too bent, you can call them up and say, hey, this is unacceptable. Send me another copy. But DCBS, never, ever have I had to call them up or email them and say, this is bent or this was packaged terribly. And even if I have called them up or emailed them, immediate, wonderful customer service. I usually call them and I say, what up, yo? Do you? No. What's going on in Indiana? Fort Wayne, yo. I could just drive over there. You could. You should. You should meet them and say, hey, just wanted to introduce myself face to face. They have over there, they have a rack of damaged goods that are like 85% off or something like that. So if you're in the Fort Wayne, Indiana, drop them a line. Um, I'm Googling it right now. The damaged goods, they're not. It's like if if uh, one of the books, the, the title was printed a little off-center on the spine, that's considered damaged. Airborne, Ohio to Fort Wayne, India. How far? Mm, two and a half hours. Not, not on my way. Not bad. What'd you say? It's not on my way if I go to see my sister for her baby. Well, you can go. Can't you go out of your way? Two and a half hours out of my way. <laughs> for deals like this, you Hey, honey, I saved 85 cents on damaged goods. 85%, not 85 cents. 85%, which comes out to 85 cents on this book. What are you talking about? No, they're trade paperbacks. Oh, I thought you meant just like floppies. No, dude. No, trades and hardcovers. Now, now I'm now you got me thinking. Yes. Go in there and like uh, you know, drop something in the damaged goods. Oh, it was here. I don't, don't do that. That's I'm going to go in and be like, "Do you know who I am? <laughs> Your mail has arrived." That's okay. And they'll be like, "Who?" And then Christina will be like, "I'll I'll take care of this." this <laughs> There's an episode of Ellen where she has Dennis Quaid, like she puts the microphone in his ear and she tells him what to say. And he goes to McDonald's and he just keeps talking in third person and he announces himself as he walks in and Dennis Dennis Quaid would like a McDouble. And it's just hilarious. So I'm going to do that. Is this the Ellen show? Like the sitcom? Yeah. No, no, no. Ellen DeGeneres, her, her uh, talk show. You watch that? She's hilarious. Is she? Oh my gosh. Yes. You are so funny. What? She's so funny. You are so funny. You've ne- you, Did you even know she had a talk show? Um, I had heard that. I, I knew she had a sitcom. That was like in the 90s. Right. Yeah, then. Andy, it's 2012. Yeah, the end of the world. Get, get it with the times, yo. I, I am. I'm reading comics. Oh, Andy. So do you know you don't watch any TV? Um, oh, that's something else I wanted to say. We have been watching Marvel... No, was it Mighty Avengers? Mighty Avengers. Like, Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes? That's what I meant to say. Gotcha. I was like, what? There's a Mightiest Heroes cartoon? <laughs> <laughs> it is fantastic. Isn't it? And we love the, the intro song. Our world's about to break! <laughs> Our... it's, it's cool. Who, who was the one that told you how good that show was? Um, I think it was Jason. 
it was you. There we go. It was you. Good thing this isn't a vi- we don't videotape this. My, <laughs> my, my girls, my, I would have killed you. <laughs> they were watching that on Netflix, and then they started watching um the the ninety four Spider Man, mm-hmm. and they love it. Ellie's like, no, I'm Mary Jane. I'm not Ellie. I'm Mary Jane. <laughs> and then like she'll watch an episode. She was like, wait a minute, Mary Jane wasn't in that. I'm like, well, she's not in all of them. What? I was like, it's called Spider-Man. It's not called Mary Jane. <laughs> You'll have to watch Avengers. Wasp is in every episode. Yeah, they, they really like it. Actually, some of them, they, they get kind of scared. So. Oh, yeah. Jennifer a couple times have been like, this is kids? <laughs> right, yeah. So uh, I think um, I think with the, the cube where everybody, or Gamma Cube or... or yeah, Hulk, where they all mutate by the leader. Yes, yeah. That was kind of scary. We just watched that one. We're cycling through again. Are you? That's... Yeah, she hasn't seen the second series, but she forgot most of the first series, so we started over. What's the, What are you talking about, series? Are you British? What's going on? Second season. There you go, American. Okay, Mighty Avengers. I didn't... That's not cultural. It's Mighty Avengers, starring the century and Ares and Wonder Man in a red jacket. Oh, dude, Ares. He, made, he didn't make my list. Your list? Are you revealing what we're going to talk about? <laughs> I should have put Aries on there. That's a good. That's a good segue. Go, Andy. Go. The state of our union. Hello. Right. I was doing. I was waiting for the bumper. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, Jared put together the agenda for this show so graciously at 1 a.m. last night. Thank you, Jared. And he picked some phenomenal topics to talk about in our uh, State of the Union. So uh, take it away, buddy. Okay. We have one. Let me get my script. We have (laughs) one topic to talk about. Oh, no, wait. We have two. (laughs) All right. Last time I made the schedule. Uh, Marvel Now is going to be launched in October. It's going to be a bunch of resets, uh, number one issues, some new titles. Uh, some things aren't coming back. You know, we've, we've all seen some of the different news clips and news solicits. So I uh, just wanted to find out, Andy, the Andy Kirby, what are some of your impressions so far about some of the stuff coming out with Marvel Now? I feel like the Andy Kirby, people are going to think I'm full of myself. Well, how about I say the Andy Kirby? The that sounds more like I think I'm God. Oh, how about I'm gonna walk into DCBS and be like, "It is I, the there. Andy Kirby." See, that's what we gotta do. We gotta we gotta go together. I'm all about that, man. Listen up, skanks! Marvel Six One Six Politics is here. What's the? What do you mean, skanks? Oh, that's my favorite word. I told you that. You told me that that's your favorite word? Yeah. I feel like that is negative. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's why I call my youth group kids. What? (laughs) My guys, not the girls. All right, you little skanks. (laughs) They're in high school. (laughs) All right, you high school skanks. Yeah, just the guys. You can't call girls skanks. That's offensive. Right, exactly. So why would you call a guy skank? Because it's not offensive. Being sexist. It's funny if I'm like, hey, skank. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, guys like, hey, Jared, what's up? <laughs> I, I always say bro. I really do. I use it a lot because I know it has a stigma to it. Mm. People bro, are like, you, you, I call, I can call you bro, and I call people that I do business with, like that are real. I'm really close to bro, but nobody else. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll say, I'll pe- I'll I'll call people at church, bro. I'll call people at work, bro. I don't really have too much interaction otherwise. See, everybody. I think you and I reversed ours. Like my clo- people I'm close to are bro. Like you and like you know, like I said, you know, the people I do business with and and uh, like my brother-in-law. That's about it. Those are my bros. Everybody else is buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy. Yep. Listen up, buddy. Well, see, I get more I get more formal as I as people get closer to me. I call my wife Miss Jacqueline. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. There was our our real estate agent asked me if I had the if she had to call her Miss Jacqueline. Oh, like you don't do that just for fun? Um, Jacqueline. It's become quite the habit. Oh. Like if I need to talk to her from in the other room, I'll be like, "Uh, Miss Jacqueline. Either that or I'll say, Jack! Yo, Jack! But Miss Jacqueline sounds more feminine, so I like that. Where'd that come from? That's her name, Jacqueline. Her name's not Miss. No, but... Oh, you know where it comes from? It comes from the old Jane Eyre novels. Like Pride and Prejudice and... Oh. I mean, Jane Austen, not Jane Eyre. Jane Austen novels. I, I apologize. Oh, I didn't know you were a big Pride and Prejudice fan. Have you watched Downton Abbey? No. It is great, man. Is it a Pride and Prejudice thing? Um, it's it's it starts in nineteen fourteen. And it's uh right around the time it starts the day the Titanic uh sinks and then or the day that the news of the Titanic has sunk, and then it the first season ends when World War One is declared. Oh boy, that sounds awesome. It it's pretty cool, man. Like they're just starting to introduce electricity. They're just getting into like what the telephone is used for, and they're they're uh you know they, all these servants live in the 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 lord's house, and uh, it's kind of this tension between changing from a, a serfdom fiefdom or whatever, um, changing from that to you know everybody has their own job and lives their own life and everything. They were like, no self-respecting gentleman would go to work every day. So, it's neat. Neat! (laughs) It's it's neato. You would like it. No. No, it's really cool. Do you have Netflix streaming? No. Okay. I would rather watch Here Comes Honey Boo Boo Chop. That's terrible. (laughs) Less of you. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Jennifer and I crack up. We just can't handle ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a clip on YouTube, of, and that's just, that's awful. That's, I am sad that that family exists. It's terrible. But you know that's not the worst. Oh, what do you mean? Like, that's a civil version. There are more uncivilized versions of families like that out there. I know. That makes me sad. But it's so funny, like, the, the mom is in the grocery store, and they find some soap, like, some kind of stick soap, and they're like, this would be really good for the dirt in your neck rolls. And what does she do? She lifts up her neck roll, sure enough, there's a bunch of dirt in there. Oh, disgusting. No, we can't talk about this. No. <laughs> Let's go on. Marvel now. 
<laughs> is that one of your titles you want? No, this is Neck Rolls? Neck Rolls by Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't take it. I can't handle it. It's it's tough to go out and feed the pigs, you know? Oh girl, yeah. That that don't the girls need chores? They have chores. <laughs> feed the pigs. No, pigs are dangerous, man. No. Can't you just throw it? No. You just can't throw the food like over the fence? No. Oh. Like like Napoleon Dynamite? Eat your food! Yeah. Eat it, Tina. Eat it your food, Tina. God. <laughs> no. You can't do that. You just put it in a, you have to put it like go in and put it in a trough? Yes. Oh. Can't you throw it in the trough? No. I mean, money's a consideration here. Like <laughs> I don't want to spend a bunch of money on wasted food. They can eat off the floor. They're freaking pigs. Well, that's fine, but if they don't get it, like if it, then it goes to the rats, man. You have rats? It's a it's a farm. Yes. Oh, okay. Have you never seen Charlotte's Web? Uh, it's exactly what I was thinking. Like it's Andy's Charlotte's Web down there. <laughs> that's some pig. Oh my god. <laughs> We've been talking for. 45 minutes and we haven't said anything about comic books. We said to Marvel now. Go. <laughs> talk about it. I asked you. I said, what do you think about it? And somehow we got to talking about the something after the Titanic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can you ask a more specific question? What is your general overall impression of what's coming with Marvel now? I am totally excited. Really? I cannot wait. And I feel bad that I'm like, get all this crap over with. Let's start Marvel now tomorrow. Really? Tell me more. Okay. <laughs> it's Yes, the only one that I feel guilty about wishing to get to the new one or not wanting to get to the new one right away is Deadpool. Of all the titles, I think that Daniel Way is doing so well with Deadpool, I really don't want him to stop and I really don't want it to start over. But Thor, I can't wait for that to start over because I'll give it a chance. I'm not super excited about it, but I'll give it a chance. Hulk, I am excited about that. Fantastic Four, I'm excited. FF, not so much. Iron Man, I'll give a chance. I am really excited about all new X-Men. I cannot wait to see what Bendis can do with the X-Men. Um, I can't wait for Avengers and new Avengers. I think it's going to be a tough transition for me. Because Avengers and New Avengers is going from Bendis, which is extremely character-driven, to Hickman, which is extremely complicated, integral, intricate, plot-driven. So that's going to be a hard transition. So if I get bogged down in that book, I'll feel bad that I'm not keeping up with one of the main titles. Um, Captain America? Man... I have I have had a hard time re- with Remender. Uh, I was liking where he was going. The first story arc with um with Uncanny X Force was good. Um, I could did not stand what he did on the uh, Punisher. Um, what else is he writing right now? He's writing something else. Oh, Remember? Venom! Venom's been tough to get into. I really thought I was gonna like that. I like aspects of the book, but not the book in general. So. I'm kind of scared because I love Captain America so much. I don't really trust where he's going to take them. Mm-hmm. Um, Uncanny Avengers. I'm not crazy about the art. Who's writing that again? Is that Remender also? 
I thought so. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy that. And is Secret Avengers still going to be there or is that going away? I haven't seen a canceled thing for them. And then we got Legacy, which I'm not excited about. I think that they... It's so weird. They did away with Uncanny. They have Legacy. They have Adjectiveless. And now they're starting all new X-Men. So where's the main lead X-Men story going to be? The only thing I can think of is it's going to be Astonishing. No. Which sucks. No, no, no. I forgot about Astonishing. I don't even count that as a book. Well, look at all the other books. It's oh. either going to be that one or it's going to be the all-new one because that's Wolverine's team. It has to be the all-new one. It can't be Wolverine in the X-Men, right? I mean, sorry. Well, his team. I think it's going to be all-new X-Men. I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be them. It's going to be a slow process. But it's going to introduce the new, the old team, the the original team, which is the new team. And uh, I think the title is misleading. I think that the title makes you think that the people coming to the future is the new team, all new X-Men. But I think the all new part of the X-Men is going to be, when all is said and done, the resulting team of half of the old people, half of the new people. Really? Yeah, don't you think? If this I, is I, if yeah. this is an ongoing title, then um, you know, then they can't just keep the oh you're like this now oh you're like that well, I used to be like that you can't keep that going forever. I don't know. Right. I I, I guess the whole idea. I'm just not excited about that title because the whole premise of bringing back these characters is it's weird to me i guess it is weird but don't you think it's a interesting you know do you see you saw the new star trek movie no oh yeah 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 okay and you saw how it was in the it was like a reboot and a relaunch but still within current continuity you can make an argument for that because it started a new timeline oh i'd never seen a star trek movie before but i'll take your word for it that's pretty sad there bro you haven't even seen Here Comes Honey Boo Boo Child. I saw a clip, and that's as much of well, that as I need to see. Then I'll get on the YouTube and type in starting electricity video. <laughs> and I'll watch a clip. <laughs> Downton Abbey is what it's Down- called. Is it like, how do you spell Downton? D-O-W-N-T-O-N. Oh. They can even throw an extra W in there and say downtown? It's not... It's it's British, man. Oh, the British. It's Oh. <laughs> it's good. You'll like it. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um what were we talking about? All new X-Men? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that Bendis is gonna be helming where that goes, especially because Uncanny is is has been dropped. So I think when all shakes out, you're going to have an all-new X-Men team. And I think what they're doing is bringing... It's revitalizing and refreshing the X-Men and making them younger like they did with One More Day with Spider-Man. They're doing that to the X-Men. And so when all is said and done, you're going to have a younger team that has less experience that has to you know, start over. 
So you think that's going to be good, though? I I do, but I understand why you don't. I I think that they're going to be good stories and well-written and interesting. But from your perspective, because you care so much about past continuity, if anything is written out of that, then you're going to be super frustrated. Yeah. Thank you for explaining that to me. Well... (laughs) I'm just telling you I understand what you were saying the other other episode. No, no, I wasn't being sarcastic. I was just like, really, thank you for putting that in a better way that I could have communicated that. Nonsense. Nonsense, poopy pants. Uh, that was offensive. Okay. Skank. Wait, did you see that we had some new uh, new teasers come out? Survive and Lightning? Yeah, what the? It was like Hunger Games is what I thought of. <laughs> have you read those? No, but we watched the movie last weekend. Why? Why would you do that? Why? Okay, I guess we didn't realize what it was about. <laughs> Did Was it good? No. No, no, no. What Jennifer was, was like bawling her eyes out. What? It's children killing children. Hey, did you... That's. They had a comic book about that a long time ago. It was a graphic novel a couple years ago. What was it called? Battle Royale. Oh. Maybe it was a manga. I don't know. But it's a, such a tired concept. It was so stupid. I read the first one. Well, I guess we just had not seen anything like it before. And I guess it's I guess it's a little different writing it in a book or whatever and actually seeing another child murder another child in cold blood. Like, what? What demented mind wrote this and now we're watching it? Oh, yeah, and it's great. It's, it's big with the teenage girls right now. Oh, the girls at school talk about it. Like, you are in my kindergarten classroom what is wrong with your parents that you're watching hunger Games? so so you hadn't read it you didn't know what it was about well i knew that it was about i see hunger games and knowing it was a bunch of kids in some kind of like arena what i thought it was and then we saw a saturday night live clip where they were doing a parody of it you thought it was thunderdome i did I thought it was similar to, like, a Thunderdome. It says Hunger Games, so I'm thinking that they have to do contests and get different food prizes to live and stuff. Not at all. See, I think that what this movie was is what Survivor should really be. (laughs) Like, really kill each other. Yeah, it's not really Survivor. It's It's a democratic Survivor. We voted, and we no longer want you here. Mm-hmm. I say put all the guns in the middle of the island. Everybody start from a different and say go, go, do it. Well, now I know who these psychomaniacs are that write this kind of crap. Well, I'm just I wouldn't approve of that. I don't like it. It's more it's too gladiator to me. I won't even watch UFC because I think that's too gladiator. I'm not Roman. I'm not part of the Colosseum. I don't like that. This this putting that in there is like a toned down version of that. And that's why I don't watch Survivor. That's why I don't watch a lot of reality TV. But because that's... you're not Roman? Yes, because I'm not Roman. I can't No, remember. really, is that your logic? Because I don't because of, they found it as entertaining and I don't want to ever be become right. too desensitized that I would get my entertainment out of people killing each other. I understand. So I don't watch UFC because I feel like Here's a bunch of people. I'm getting excited watching people beat the snot out of each other and be brutal toward each other. And I'm like, yeah, kill him, hit him. Yeah. But I, 
Yeah, I just can't do that. No, you got a great point. We just didn't realize that's what it was. Right, no, I understand. I went to a movie once. Jackie dragged me to the ring. I had no idea what it was. Mm-hmm. Jackie wanted to go see the ring? Dude, I thought it was a romantic comedy about an engagement ring. That's what you would think, yeah. Yeah, and so I went into it, and the first person died, and I looked at her, and I said, what are we watching? And she wanted to see that? Yeah, kind of weird, huh? That doesn't sound like her. No, it doesn't, and that's why I thought it was a romantic comedy. <laughs> We had walked out of so many movies that I had picked that I was like, all right, well, let's, you know, let's pick one. So. All right. Anyway, Survive and Lightning. What do you think those are? I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Survive and Lightning. Those new Marvel Now teasers. What do you think those are? I thought they said Lightning was going to be like the new Thunderbolts, right? I think that that's a rumor. That's not confirmed yet. Right. Survive. I, I just saw blood on there, and I just instantly thought Hunger Games. So, I don't have. I'm not really quite sure. Maybe the Cable title. So Mojo Verse is what you're telling me. Yeah, maybe Cable gets dumped off in the Mojo Verse, and. I think get... I think Cable is a is an interesting. I think that it could possibly do it. It doesn't make sense that it would be Survive. Um, I heard a couple things like maybe it's a Wolverine title, which would make more sense. But we've already got enough Wolverine titles. Um, I, I would say that Lightning is probably the Thunderbolts, like hands down. Um, Survive might be the Punisher, mm. but I don't know. I don't know. Any any solid guesses? Do you want to go with Cable? Do you want to go on record by saying that's going to be a Cable? Because he was on no. the point one cover. I'm just guessing. No, I, I thought it could also be maybe a Hulk title. Because the Hulk stuff, the Hulk promo issues, he's in some kind of like futuristic pants and this that big bulky like grayish armor stuff. Future pants. Mm-hmm. Hulk in the future pants. And and they, Marvel just released a trailer for um a a Marvel game on your phone. I forget what it's called, but it's starring the Hulk and you play as the Hulk and he's wearing his future pants. Is he really? Future pants all the way. Is it free on the phone? I don't know. I think it's just a, the they just released the trailer, I think. I might actually be into that. Really? You should play the Marvel Ultimate Alliance on Facebook. No, I don't do anything on Facebook. No, I don't I don't want to spend more time on Facebook. No, I wouldn't spend more time on my phone. It's just a platform. It's a platform that I don't want to spend time on. So you'd rather be on your phone playing basic, just a different version of the same game? Yeah, because now I can do that on the potty, on the toilet. You can get a laptop. I don't want to bring a laptop into the toilet. That's a girl. Dude, I don't even have a laptop that works. I have one that has Linux on it. No, that has Ubuntu on it. And I don't even turn it on. Yeah, I figured you'd be like the computer king. The computer king. You'd have like all the different latest greatest computer stuff no that's not true oh sorry it's okay i'm just changing my worldview about you (laughs) (laughs) okay all right all right i like it so okay so i i would say yeah that cable is probably a cable and thunderbolts which if it's thunderbolts with a new creative team i will try it 
The, with the whole Dark Avengers, you like that? No. Oh. Well, that's the newest Thunderbolt stuff. I know, but I don't like Jeff Parker. If it's somebody else other than Jeff Parker writing, I'll give it a try. Oh, okay. Gotcha. It's not. Okay. I got nothing against him. I just cannot get into his writing at all. I think it's Jeff Loeb. It is. No, it's not. It can't be. Uh, you actually defended him this week, didn't you? No, I said... Uh... The way... After I read it, okay, because I read the article first, all right? And for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, um, mm-hmm. apparently in Wolverine, what is it, 512? 312? What is it? Mm. Whatever okay. number 12, issue 12, um, we see that Jeff Loeb and Simon Simone Bianchi are doing like a follow-up story to the Sabretooth story that they did with the Lupine. And he says, like Wolverine says, oh, I didn't believe that nonsense about the Lupine mutants, which still doesn't mean it's necessarily not true. Um, And then he says, like uh, Romulus says, Weapon X was your idea. And he kind of made it sound like you just made it up and we changed your memories to give him that because you thought it would be a good idea. But, um... Oh, man, what's that guy on the website? Is it Eurodium? Eurodium? Yeah, Eurodium Exclusier. <clears throat> yeah, he brought up an excellent point on the Facebook page. He said, um, you know, it could be that it was his idea to volunteer for the Weapon X project and program, not necessarily to make it all up and say implant these memories. And so it was kind of like when he said it was your idea, I read it and everybody else and all the articles read that it was like a retcon of, of Weapon X. But he read it as, you know what, you wanted us to do this and, and you knew us ahead of time and we wiped your memory so that you didn't know who we were. So I have to, I think I got to go back and reread, reread it. But I will give Loeb the benefit of the doubt. If he meant it that way, then it's a way better story than if he said... That lupine stuff was nonsense, but here's something that's really gold. Who does that? That would be terrible. Yeah. So. All right. Um, did you have any impressions on any any of the titles? You didn't talk about any of them. Um, just kind of, I'm trying to just start, I'm going to just try and, you know, uh, not have any preconceived notions, except for the stupid new X-Men, old X-Men coming back. <laughs> gonna try and you know Iron Man's in black armor. Why well, I don't know, but I'll give it a go. I'll see what happens. What's it's Gillen. He's got good stories, man. He 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 does not the most elegant writer, but he's got good stories. Yeah, but my Iron Man is yellow and black. So trying to deal. <laughs> well, you you know when Iron Man three comes out, they're gonna bring back the 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 armor that looks like the one in the movie. Well, but have you seen the the picture that got released from Iron Man 3? I think so. It's like a yellow extremist yeah. armor, right? Yeah, so maybe it's going along with what the comic book will look like. I don't think that that's true. It's well, not a black one. That Well, we've only just seen one picture, and he wears lots of different armors. That's and they true. refer to that armor as armor number 40. So, and we've already seen just the first few armors in the first two movies. So, where are the other armors? 
I don't know, but I tell you what, if Mandarin takes control of all the armors and he has to fight them all, it's going to be a boring movie. I would love for him to actually fight a villain that had nothing to do with Iron Man tech. Well, I think what what I've heard the rumor is that Tony is going to wear Iron Man suit 40 and he's going to have his other suits along with his suit have to battle the Mandarin because he has the 10 rings. So it's going to be like 40 Iron Men battling Mandarin. That'd be cool. I'd go with that. Uh, yeah, I think that'd be a ridiculous battle scene. All right, so what are your top five titles that you would include that aren't part of Marvel now? Did you come up with your five? Oh, yeah. Let's hear them. I bet you can guess one of them. What? I bet you can guess one. Am I supposed to guess? Yeah, just guess one. Storm. You got it. <laughs> yes. I, bet, I bet you can guess one of mine. Ares. <laughs> no. Sentry. Yes, the Sentry. <laughs> How come he didn't get his own title? It'll <laughs> happen. It'll happen. He'll be back one day. You know that the all-new X-Men are going to battle the Sentry with Brent Bendis at the helm. Oh, you'll love this book. Probably good. <laughs> oh, and it's Bendis, yeah. All the, the, all the X-Men from the 60s are going to be all like sarcastic and stuff. Yep, and Jewish. <laughs> <Like>, more Jewish. <laughs> so yeah, Storm is one. Um, I think that's self-explanatory. She's Marvel's number one lady. It's time for, she just came off the her relationship with Black Panther. Time for her to have her own series. Um, She-Hulk is another one I put. Because She-Hulk's awesome. And Marvel needs some more chick stuff, you know? Right now they just have Captain Marvel. Yeah. And that's not that's not good. Did you a pick, lot up, of, did you pick up the title? No. I told you to look at it. I did you? Yes. I thought you told me to pick up Avenging Spider Man with her in it. Uh that was a better read, but the art on the of the Captain Marvel is pretty good. What's up with her hair? It's weird, but she wears a mask that's not on the covers, but it's a kind of a cool mask. What? Yes. I have to look that up. Do it, man. Do it. All right. Who else you got? You got you got Storm, She-Hulk. What other women? Lady Liberators. What? Who are these people? Do you remember? That's the team that Valkyrie assembled to fight the Red Hulk back when he first appeared. Do you remember that? No. No. Oh yeah, it was eight eight of Marvel's biggest ladies, and they all got together, and they they actually uh, it was another it was another group called the Lady Liberators, which was Marvel's ladies. Like back in the seventies, they made a couple appearances, um, and then Valkyrie redid you know like the two thousand Lady Liberators. So this was like Domino and no, this okay. was this was like Storm, uh, She Hulk, Ms. Marvel, um, Tigra. Uh, Valkyrie, I think Hellcat was part of it. And was they... this like they had a Gray Hulk in this story? No, they just battled the Red Hulk. That was it. And it was in Las Vegas. Uh, I believe so. Okay, I vague... It was Loeb, right? right? Yes, yes, it was definitely Jeff Loeb. Okay, all right. So yeah. I thought that'd be a cool title. Why not? You basically have an all-female cast in the X-Men title, except for Colossus, anyways. So. Why not try a Marvel ladies? You never cease to amaze me. Keep going. No? You don't think that's a good idea? No, I don't. I don't. Because getting a team together just because they're all women, if, if they if the characters don't work together, they don't work together. They'll work together. Okay. 
You make it. You just rewrite it is all you do. You just change their personalities. No, don't do that. <laughs> What's the matter with you? I'm just being sarcastic. That's just what most writers do. Like, eh, let's rewrite this character to fit this. <laughs> You're crazy. Um, uh, next one, Generation X. They kind of go old school. It'd be great to get all those characters back together because most of them have really changed uh, quite a bit. I would, uh, I would like to see that book because I wasn't reading during Generation X, so it might be nice to see those characters. Yeah, yeah, because they're all very different spots in, in their lives now. Um, and then the last one, I would call it X-Men Classics or X-Men Revisited. And what it would do is it would be a title that kind of goes back and fills in some of those gaps um, during the, like, probably, like, between, like, 1991 when Jim Lee took over to in between that and when Grant Morrison took over in 2001. So, like, that 10-year span, just those classic, basically the Fox version of the X-Men animated series, those characters, the blue and gold team, all that stuff. Just get some classic X-Men stuff. That would be cool. Um, you're always going to have a, a discrepancy and a disagreement about who the classics are, depending on what age you were when you you know, you know started reading. Yeah. Um, they tried that. They tried some continuity but not current history not current continuity but in continuity stuff with iron man legacy Mm -hmm. um i don't know it didn't catch on because it was kind of irrelevant to the rest of the but see i think that gives kind of a sense of freedom so i think that that would be a good book too yeah it's just nice to see your characters again you know (laughs) right so all right those were my five i know you have six because you now have aries so what are your other um, let's see what I got here. Wait, wait, that was your five? Storm, She-Hulk, Generation X, X-Men Classics, and Lady Liberators. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's see here. Well, number one, obviously, Century. Obviously. Yeah. And I was going to put Tiger on here, but I was like, ah, she can't carry her own book. So as much as I would like to see that. Um, I would love she's to put Ms. Lady Liberators. <laughs> I, w- I would love to put Ms. Marvel because I would love to see her, but she's being Captain Marvel now, so I didn't include them. Okay. Number two, The Punisher, and I'm sad that his series is ending. I think that his current series by Greg Rucka is phenomenal. Um, he's going to do his little War Zone thing, and then I think he's going to be over. So um, it would be cool if they incorporated incorporated him in the Thunderbolts or something like that, but. Um, I would like to see somebody take him on long term and see what they could do with him, like Jason Aaron did in the Punisher Max. It was that was an amazing story, but you couldn't tell that within the normal six one six. Not just because it was Max, but because spoilers, he died at the end, and that was the whole point of the story. So Punisher died in the space series. No, in the Punisher Max series. Oh, okay. If you haven't, I don't know how you feel about. Like the Max titles, um, but do you? Because it has nudity and it has a lot of blood. Mm. But um, if you are okay with reading that, that is a that is a great title. It really is an amazing story. If you're okay with nakedness and limbs, <laughs> hey, if you watch UFC, so. I didn't say I watched UFC. I didn't. T- I didn't either. I said if. 
Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Number three. Of course, Immortal Iron Fist. Mm. I would love to see this reboot as a character, and I would love to see Fraction and Aja on it again as they started out because they're doing a great job with Hawkeye, so I would want to see it them uh, take up their Iron Fist again. And I want to see Iron Fist back in green. I don't want to see him in white. That's really- Amen. That's I don't want the giant collar, but I want him in green. Oh, bring back the collar and Power Man's tiara. <laughs> no, no. All right, number four. Again, of course, Young Allies. Oh, Andy. I think yours was Lady Liberators. How is this worse than that? Oh, I bet you, I bet you anything, mine would outsell Young Allies. Yours would not outsell Young Allies. Are you in the same on the same planet? How well would it do if they've never even tried it? Um, Young Allies didn't even get finished. Yeah, and then Sean McKeever quit comics after that. See? It's very sad. So don't don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you didn't. <laughs> um and then five, um, I would like to see either a Moon Knight or an Echo comic. Or a team up? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Moon Knight, Echo, and Tigra. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that might be really cool. You know what would be really be awesome? If it was Moon Knight, Echo, and uh, Jessica Drew. Not Jewel? Not Jewel. No. Jessica Drew alias. Gotcha. That would be awesome. It'd be dark. It'd be gritty. They could work as a team. Oh, it'd be fantastic. That'd be wonderful. I can do without the like Moon Knight. I know the Egyptian and the and the French thing, the French connection and everything. I can do without that. Um, I, I know it's hard to get away from that, but if you establish that and then move on, he's never had a series long enough where you can move on from after that. But I think Bendis did a good job with him in his his 12, 13 issue run. So those are some good picks. Thank you. Yours were too, except for Lady Liberators. Cool. Well, I wouldn't read any of yours, but I'm glad to hear you read some of mine. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think Iron Fist is going to make it? I don't understand why they would kill him. It seems so fabricated at this point. Um, yeah, I, I think he will. I think he will. Do you think it's going to be Xavier? No, I don't. I think that he's going to play a bigger role in um, the all-new X-Men. Who do you think it's going to be? I don't know. Hope? She hasn't been in any of the previews or anything, right? Yeah, either as Xavier or Iron Fist. I don't know. I kind of... It'd be sad if it was Hope because Kyle and Yost and everything. Yeah. But, you know, they spent so much time setting up everything and uh, it's just... um, Do you think there will be resolution at the end of ABX? I think so. I think so. Because they're building a good story. Like, regardless of the dialogue, and I know they're switching out creative or writers and stuff, but at least they're like, all right, here's an issue to stand on, and then all of a sudden we're divided on that, but we got power, and then here's how we use the power, and then the power's corrupting, and then, you know, like, it's a good story how it progresses. 
Yeah. So, you know, it's not like Civil War. Now we fought each other and fight each other for eight issues. Like that just drags on. And then the same thing with Secret Invasion. The same thing with Fear itself. Oh, and, and oh, Fear itself. Insane is not, with Fear itself. Earth. Yeah. So at least you feel like something's going on in this. You're like, oh, what's going to happen next? How come Wanda can hurt him, but now he can't? But then what's with this dragon? You know. No, that's. I guess. No, what I'm looking for is, do you think like some of these things are going to be resolved? Like, what you know, Scarlet Witch has been redeemed. Um, Hope, who we're going to find out wh- how why she was the first mutant born, or what's her connection to the Phoenix? Um, why you think we're going to find out those kinds of things? No, I don't. I no. don't think we're. I don't think we're going to find out. Um, resolution to things that have been going on for a while. I think we'll find out resolution for AVX setting up the next era which is Marvel now but I don't necessarily think that we'll you know see what happens to her or why the five lights six lights ever showed up or anything like that. But wait, so we're not going to know her connection to the Phoenix? Why it picked her? We may figure that out, but you know, I want to know why all of a sudden she forms this team, Generation Hope, and you know, these people, these five lights, and then the sixth one that killed them himself. Like, what does that have to do with her? Mm-hmm. You know, they they're special too because they're the ones that that popped up as well. Yeah, but they don't, you know, they don't treat them like humanity's last hope. <laughs> Anyway, all right, all right. Let's a, move on. You want to do some? Uh, you want to do some current events? Current events. Current events. Okay, what we got going on? We have three. That did you hear me roll my R? Um, three titles. Oh, we're going to do the latest uh, AVX versus the latest Spider-Man. Well, amazing, that is. And Wolverine and the X-Men. All right. I'll do Spider-Man. I figured you would. Called it. And, you know, as I was reading Spider-Man, I realized I missed an issue. Did you? I missed 692. Because I opened 693, and what do you know? There's a superhero sidekick, and... I need to know what happened with all the lizard stuff and where this. Well, I know. I think the lizard stuff wrapped in 691. Yeah. Yeah. I just need to know where this these Parker particles and all that stuff. I'll give oh. you a quick rundown. Well, I want to get the issue, too. I want to. I've been. That's one of the non X-Men titles I read consistently. So. Oh, and it's I feel sorry for you. It's not been good. Yeah, it's been a little rough. Yeah. Not according. Not according to Scott, but, you know. John <laughs> Jimenez. Yep, he loves it. He loves it. All right, let's do AVX versus number five. You got it. In this issue, we've got Hawkeye versus Angel and Storm versus Black Panther. Synopsis of the Hawkeye versus Angel battle: Angel and Hawkeye fight. We don't really know Angel's powers. Ryder keeps referring to Angel as if he's Warren Worthington. Boring. <laughs> That's what I put for the first half of the issue. Wow, good. Uh, 
uh, Storm versus Black Panther battle. Storm versus Black Panther proved that they never really... I, I mean, I'm not going to go page by page because they're just fights. Um, Storm versus Black Panther proved that they never really knew each other. Uh, um, their inner monologue showed that they should have never been married in the first place. They were just acquaintances. Um, Storm did show a good job at fighting, though. And I thought it was pretty stupid that Black Panther could counter all of her weather abilities. You know what? I kind of just agree with you on this. Like awesome. all of That's awesome. We Is need it... like a special sound or something. Like a, some kind of bell or... Ding, ding, ding! Yeah, yeah. Well, I liked... Um... I like the art on these for the most part. I thought mm-hmm. it was good. I liked. I, I love Lionel U stuff on the uh, on the first one. The first one was, I could not understand what was going on. Like the fight <laughs> sequences, I did understand that. Obviously, I could tell, and it was pretty impressive. But like, I couldn't place where they were, really, or where I was supposed to understand where they were from what other comic book, like what where this took place. You know. Good, because I felt like I was. Like, did I miss something? Right. Um, the art on the second one was pretty good. It was a little bit more cartoony. And as it goes through, um, what what specifically do you mean, like, that their inner monologue shows that they never would, should have been married? Um, he was like, I'm really glad we didn't have kids because this happened. And then she's like, maybe if we would have had kids, this wouldn't have happened. And... Let me just get my issue real quick, because I, I you could read one one of them, all their speech bubbles were in blue, another was all in yellow, and everything was the exact opposite of what the other was saying. I'm not sure. Did you catch that? Yeah. Okay. So let me just look at mine. Um, but I took that as they're questioning everything, not necessarily that that was fact. Like they're they're wondering as they're fighting, like. Like, they're kind of justifying their current actions, you know? Well, I, I, I guess you could look at Yeah, you could look at it that way, absolutely. I just looked at it as it made more sense because they don't know each other. It was a dumb marriage in the first place. She's, you know, she blasts him with lightning, says, I doubt he felt it at all. He, of course, he has gauntlets that can shoot lightning back, and he says, the pain is almost unbearable. And, like, what? Um, let me see. He was always too cold, she says. He says, she was always too hot-blooded. Um, oh, he's, he's like, she's never going to be happy in our marriage. And she says, I could have been so happy here. Well, and then, uh, yeah. Thank God we never had children. If only we'd had children, maybe things would have been different. She says, I will always love this man. He says, I will always regret what could have been. Like, just, you didn't know each other. You guys were not right for each other. Get it over with. And and even though it says that no one won, Storm won. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the issue was um, how it said, winner, there are no winners here. Like, I, I, I thought that saying that, Jason Aaron was saying, you know, when a marriage breaks up, it's not a win or lose, like, oh, I'm the winner or I'm the loser. It's, you know, it's just a sad thing. Absolutely. And uh, I, I really appreciated him saying that. Yeah, because I haven't really cared for these these blue speech bubble things and right. all these versus issues. They're just, 
they're really annoying and it feels like I'm reading an old wizard magazine or something. <laughs> but that was probably yeah, the best placed so far. Did you know that electric uh, lightning bolt has five billion joules or whatever? Who cares? What? What? <laughs> it's just, it's sad. It's sad. You know, I know we talked the last time how it's like probably better for the character, but um, better for Storm. I don't know if it's going to be better for Black Panther. It's a death sentence for Black Panther because now he's not going to be included in anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they said that of the eight. Did you see the Avengers cover with the 14 of the 18 Avengers? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe he's one of the four. Yeah, that's a possibility. I can see Hickman using him. See, as we as we continue talking, I keep thinking of all these things we should have talked about. Like what? Well, I mean, we could have talked about the new Avengers roster. We could have talked about the new Shield series that Joss Whedon is working on. Uh, we we could have talked a little bit more in depth about AVX. So, well, I mean, we can. At one in the morning, you're a little tired and just kind of thinking what's what's sticking out in your head, you know. No, I, I know what that's like, man. I, I've set the agenda before. Don't act like it's all you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. No, I'm teasing you. I'm teasing you. No. I, anyway. Anyway, this you know this book was good. It, it um, well, no, it wasn't. It wasn't that good. But th- at least this fight made sense to me. Like they were fighting about something that they both really cared about, and they knew it was. Um, it was, they were ending something more than just, okay, I'm going to kill you. Oh, um, I did like the first fight where, um, where Hawkeye really does get some good hits on, um, on Angel, you know? Yeah. I just, uh, who is Angel? We don't even know. Right. What are his power? Oh, I guess he shoots that. Oh, I guess he does that. Oh, he healed somebody. Oh, what? Oh, he flies around naked. I don't know. He did that. Like. What in the world? And the the writer just kept referring to him as if he were still Warren Worthington. Like, he was raised by a millionaire. No, he wasn't. Yeah, no, he was reborn. Yeah, like, it just totally, it just seemed to discount it like this was, you know, Archangel that he was battling. And it that, I didn't really care for that, because I don't know who this guy, and of all the Avengers versus X-Men to battle, I thought this was... Probably one of the weirdest ones so far. Did you see Hawkeye's got like a faux hawk going on? Yeah, well, he's cool. Oh. He was in a movie. Oh, is that is that true? Is that right? Well, he's a big movie star. Anyway, I like I'm beginning to like him a little bit more. You know, I, I didn't really know that much about him. So, all right, let's move on to the next one. We're good. Yeah, Spider Man. Spider-Man. Okay, now this is what you missed last time. Alpha, it was basically setting up like um, it's a it's a experiment that Peter Parker's putting together using Parker particles, and just like he got bit by a radiated spider, uh, something happened, and this Andy McGuire got had these Parker particles, and uh, it turns out that Mister Fantastic had already seen them or discovered them, and Peter Parker wasn't the first, but he had let it he had let it go because they were just too dangerous. And, um, so he, you know, he kind of blew <laughs> or burst, um, uh, Peter's bubble. So, um, 
anyway, I thought that was kind of interesting. So uh, he's got he's he's been described as an alpha level threat, and like we have omega level threats, which are supposed to be the the biggest ones. And uh, who's an omega level threat? Wanda, Jared. Sorry, I coughed, so I hit mute on the microphone. <laughs> gotcha, no problem. So Wanda's yeah. an Omega-level threat, right, in the Sentry yeah. is? she was Sentry, like, I think, you know, Jean Grey slash Phoenix. Right, so all that makes sense. This is supposed to be an Alpha-level threat, which is supposed to be bigger than Omega. So, whatever. Again, Dan <laughs> Slot coming up with his own nonsense. So, All right, so basically last time, Alpha punches... Uh, this gigantor thing into the ground with one punch. So he's super powerful. So we open up. They're trying to uh, drill gigantor back into the center of the earth. Spider-Man says, let me come with you. And the fantastic four says, no, you got to take care of alpha. He's your responsibility. And he's like, great. I'm a babysitter. And then he goes to MJ's place, feeling all sad for himself. And he's talking to MJ and he says, you know, I messed up. I can't believe it. Um, I feel bad because everything that he is, this kid, um, I feel like that's what I would have been, in, but but Uncle Ben died, and that death made me so scared that I cared about not losing anyone else in my life, and so I kind of straightened up. And MJ says something cool here. She says, uh, Peter Parker, you're not who you are because your Uncle Ben died. You're who you are because your Uncle Ben lived. And so what she means by that is the time that he was alive shaped the man that Peter Parker is, not his sudden death. That didn't shape him. Well, you know, you could you could argue either way, but it's a yeah. good reminder to us that, you know, the good things define us, not necessarily just the bad things as well. So then we cut to um, this girl, Chrissy, who is uh, Alpha's girlfriend, uh, walks in on him uh, and like he's a kid walks in on him with another girl his parents are there things get out of hand and then all of a sudden uh dr warren shows up and princess shows up mm -hmm. so dr warren is the jackal and princess is some sort of weirdo spider creature that's a girl that shoots webbing out of her mouth and they subdue the most powerful alpha in the world hero somehow easily and they capture him and they take him and spider-man oh i love this line this is ridiculous <laughs> excuse me um whoever abducted alpha and his family did it less than an hour ago because his webbing he's like oh this is organic webbing like i used to have which is true in mm -hmm. avengers disassembled um who was writing that I think Paul Jenkins and Ramos was doing the art. And so he had organic webbing for a while to go along with the movie. Yeah. But why in the world would organic webbing stick to the one hour rule just like his synthetic stuff? So that was dumb. <laughs> I was not happy with this. So <laughs> then it goes to Horizon Labs. For some reason, Aunt May and... Jay, her husband, show up to talk to Peter because he wasn't at his house. So, of course, they came to work. Peter says to uh, Max Modell, the, the founder and owner of Horizon Labs, and says, I'm going to leave because we've got nothing but trouble and I created Alpha and after we get this done, I'm going to quit. 
because of my relationship with Spider-Man. Because Max thinks that they're friends, and Peter works for Spidey to give him the latest tech and the edge and all the villains and everything. Um, Max says, no. Um, he said, you've helped us. You've let us become the hero. We're not just a, a place that makes tech. We get to be the heroes. So that was kind of like a, a, a boost. So he goes and finds Alpha, and then he fights these spider people, and then the jackal talks like he's a teenager, even though he's an old school teacher. He says, what does he say? Let's see here. I'm trying to come up. Oh, what's up with that? He says. And then uh, Slugfest. But you know, uh, what else? What else? Trying to be cool. He wants to stay hip with the kids. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for vamping. I, I, I was trying to run him down. But he's like, I mean, he says brat. But he's like not on the syllabus, and uh, I don't know. He's saying stuff that just don't make sense. He's not like a school teacher, you know. And I thought you said he was a school teacher. Well, he's not acting like it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, right? Miles Warren, he was a school teacher, right? Is he okay? I don't this know. Is, well, this is the same jackal that was with the Clone Saga way back when. Yeah. In the 90s. Yeah, he was a school teacher. He became obsessed with Gwen Stacy, and he started the clones, and he was the one that created Kane, and he created... That's where they put the clone in the smokestack, and they thought he died, but he didn't, and that's what Ben Riley started. So this was back in the Amazing Spider-Man, like, 100s. It's like 130-something. So this villain's been around a long time, and this is one of the only villains that knows that Peter is Spider-Man, because he was unaffected by the whole Mephisto thing, because he knew... Before Spider-Man Unmasked. Oh, okay. Yes. So, anyway, that's a little tidbit of information about him. And huh. so he fights and everything, and he helps Alpha get out of this straight jacket. Um, he's trying to create clones of Alpha to destroy the world and fill fill it with, like, the best people, which are the Alphas and then his Spider-Queen ladies. But all the clones of Alpha can't... They can't make the, 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 the Parker particles, the alpha rays or whatever, didn't transfer from the clone. So he tries to suck it right out of alpha, but that's going to kill him. And so Peter talks him into it and says, you got you to gotta step it up. He's going to kill the whole world if you don't. I know it's easy to give up, but you got to dig deep. And so he does that. He breaks out of his electronic straitjacket. And then alpha just goes and kills all these clones. And uh, Parker's like, or Spidey's like, dear God, because he knows, like, he knows Ben Riley, he knows Kane and everything. He knows that they really have a personality or everything, but, you know, Alpha doesn't know that. And um, I thought this one panel, do you see where he says that, dear God? Do you see that? Oh, no, I don't have the issue with me right now. Oh, are you serious? Anyway, when you open it up, this one panel, how Jackal is drawn when he's going to press the red button. I really like that. I know it's really cartoony, but the jackal, I like how he's got a little bit of fur looking on him. So anyway, the jackal escapes, and uh, finally Alpha's like, all right, well, I was inspired, and I'm going to do things differently. And Spider-Man's like, awesome. You're going to do things differently. Um, you got to listen to me. We got to do this. And he said, no, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to my agent who was captured with me. Um, I want to, you know, I'm going to divorce my parents and and 
claim emancipation from my parents and then I'm going to fly solo. And so he's like the most powerful person in the world right now. And he's uh, he's out on his own. He's not listening to anybody. And so now Peter is in this conundrum like he has to take away his powers. And so he's going to bring him in for testing and he's going to try to teach him how to use his powers. But really, he's going to try to make him no more alpha. So at the end, it says, and I say alpha no more. So um, that's pretty interesting. What did you think about that? His decision to control that? He views it as his responsibility, so it makes sense from his standpoint. Um, and the guy's being super irresponsible. But I think he should get advice from other people. You know, maybe Captain America, maybe Reed. I mean, Reed has told him, hey, this is dangerous. You need to take care of this issue. But it's the same complaint I've had with Big Time from the beginning. You know, it just seems way too big for Spider-Man to be dealing with. It doesn't make sense. And the pacing for this book was was awful. I know it's 22 pages or whatever, and so you have to hurry it up. But it's just, it was too much content. I wouldn't. I think that you can make this issue into three issues. Well, three. Don't you think? Maybe two. Three's a lot. <clears throat> well, maybe. Yeah. When you know what? Maybe two is good because then you can say, you know, you could do an ending to the first one right when he gets captured and say what his plan is, and then, you know, then the escape and then the decision. Yeah, two issues. I mean, don't. Don't stuff all this together. If this is really as big as they say it is, you know, then make it sound like it. So what do you rate this one? Like out of what? What are you talking about? Out of 10. Out of 10? Yeah. Man, I've read some pretty good stories, and this is not one of them. So I would say like a three and a half or a four. Oh, okay. You're not happy. No, I, I I don't like it. I don't like it. He's what slot is doing is creating all these new rules for Peter that don't make sense or or that are not historically there. Historically, it's great power comes great responsibility. You need to do what's right. No matter what live up to it. If you can help, then you need to help. But now he's saying no one dies on my watch. Um, You know, he's saying if this is my mess for this like superpower, and, uh, you know, now I got to clean it up and everything. This is not his responsibility. He should be looking elsewhere. He's not. He is a soloed guy. That makes sense. But mm-hmm. these aren't the kinds of villains that a solo guy should be fighting. So, anyway, what did, did you think? Well, like I said, you know, I'm having missed one issue, but having picked it up and not the other one, like, oh. Crap, I don't know what's going on. But, I mean, I read the cap, the recap at the beginning. Uh, I think introducing new characters is a lot harder than it was, you know, maybe 20, 30 years ago. So, I mean, Alpha, to me, just kind of, here he is. Here are his powers. He's just kind of shoved into the forefront where I didn't really know who he was. So I guess I didn't really care for him as a character, um, which then made me not really care for this issue. Uh, I liked Mary Jane's stuff. I thought that was pretty cool. And how she's still around and, and what she had to say to Peter I thought was pretty 
uh, it was cool to see that that part of her character still around. I definitely agree. I like how she was there to help him out. I like how she knows that he's Spider-Man, that they didn't screw that up. But she he doesn't rely on her that much. You know, it's kind of like Carly for a while and then Betty Brant. Mm-hmm. And then I would like to see more of her. And I know that Slot's writing it because it's Spider-Man, so he wants Spidey and everything. But I like the de- development into, into Peter and what that says about him. And you don't really see that with a lot of a shallow story and then half of it is like fighting clones that just keep exploding. You know, like, yeah, it just, it's a dumb story. You know, here's, I accidentally created the most powerful person on the planet. The Jackal wants to clone him to take over the world. Uh, and I've just punched my way out of it and the red button, you know, like, and the Jackal escaped, you know, like, Where's the, the real science in that? You know, what or or the thinking, the thought process. How am I going to get out of this? That type of thing. Or mm. where's relying on other people? Uh, you know, it just, it didn't strike a chord with me. Yeah, it was kind of like maybe like a 1970s Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. How do yeah. we finish? You hit the red button, which I have rigged explosives to everything in my laboratory, and it will explode. <laughs> Right, exactly. You know how cartoons... Like, I am enjoying Earth's Mightiest Heroes so much, and I'm wondering how come they can't tell stories like this in the comics? What is it about this medium where they can jump from character to character to character and still keep my interest? And is it because it comes out every week instead of every month? And then all of a sudden, it's still... Even though that one episode was about Captain America, and Kang is in that, and he doesn't show up for another six episodes... You know, like, how come you can't do that in the comics? Be like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen with Kang. I forgot he was even there. Oh, yeah. Let me go back and reread that. Like, that just makes sense to me. Tell stories like that. How come it, it can't be that hard, right? No, and not to, and with Earth's Mightiest Heroes, not to only tell a good story, but to make you want to see the next episode. Exactly. Those are the best comics, too, is, you know, when that the issue's over and I'm like I cannot wait four weeks I cannot wait there's right. no way. and and you know one other thing that they do really well in the cartoon is they really develop the characters like I know their personalities immediately mm-hmm. and that might be the the tone in their voice or how they say things which is very difficult to get on a page but I still feel like I don't know some of these characters or what they sound like or what's most important to them like now I understand Giant Man is just purely involved in science like mm-hmm. that's he, that's what he cares about he's a hero secondarily you know yeah and he just really wants to but yeah I, that never came across in the comics to me so you kind of got to get to the the root of the 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 character and figure out how to show the audience without them being able to hear what these people are really about how, how far into the Avengers, have you made it? Um, episode fourteen. Okay, so you're still in season one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we doing the next one? Cool. So I got a three to four. Yeah. Okay. Next issue: Wolverine and the X Men number fifteen. Uh, this issue takes place after AVX number ten. It uh, starts off with Hope and Wolverine just chatting in the X-Men Memorial Garden about how the X-Men Avengers are going to team up to defeat the Phoenix. 
Inside the mansion's basement, Iron Man, Beast, Abigail, Brian, and Iron Fist are discussing how to scientifically contain or hurt the Phoenix with no conclusions working in their favor. Brew, however, takes a look at the situation and seems to have solved the problem with some mystery numbers. Meanwhile, Kitty and Iceman discuss their first date with glimpses around the mansion of the new refugees from Utopia exploring the school grounds. Scene cuts to Rachel Summers and Professor Xavier discussing Quentin Quire's attitude. Can we? Can, can I stop you? You absolutely can. Okay. When? Since when are? Is uh, Kitty Pride and Bobby going out? There was some flirtation in an issue, and now they're full-blown dating. What did I miss? Where in the world? Like, how did this happen? I I read this and I was like, what? What's going on? She just went on a date with Colossus last issue, right? Yes. I didn't. I didn't understand. I. I was. I thought that was very strange. Oh, it gets stranger. Let's keep going. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, to show him a lesson in re- in respect, Xavier endorses choir for student council to the entire school body. Underneath the facilities, Toad and Husk embark embark on a weird date. Where did that come from? Yeah, that's weird, too. I know he had a crush on her, and I thought he was imagining the whole thing, but... this I know he was, like, keeping her her dead skin husks, but she seemed... They're alluding to when they used to go and hang out in his janitor closet. What? I don't remember any of this. Is there, too, was... much, is there too much going on in the Marvel U where I can't keep track anymore? No, that didn't... The Kitty Iceman thing was... It wasn't very much. It was just a little thing. But the Toad and Husk thing, it's like they've been doing it for a while. And where did that come from? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Gladiator awakens from his injuries and demands Kid Gladiator return to the Imperium. Angel becomes the first official graduate of the Jean Grey School as the team heads off to confront the Phoenix for maybe the last time. So, this issue was all over the place. Had some good parts, had some very rough, rough, like, car falling off the road, like, the bridge has fallen off the road, bad part. Uh, the art was good, <laughs> so I, I thought the art was pretty decent, but... The story... I, didn't, I did not like the art. Okay. Everybody's face is drawn so tight, it's like they're all on Botox, man. Oh, they gotta look young. I mean, these characters have been around for 60 years. Uh, it's, it's terrible. The cover's good, but I know you don't like the cover because it's imminent. Yeah. It's, it's, he's growing on me. He's, his stuff now is much better than when he was doing Ultimate X-Men. I think his style has grown. How long ago was that? Are you still reading Ultimate X-Men? No. Gosh, no. No, he did, like, Ultimate X-Men, like, the 50s or the 60s. And I was just, bleh. I couldn't do it. Yeah, no, I oh. couldn't. I couldn't get behind this art. The best drawn character was was Husk and uh, Professor X, but everything else was pretty bad. But I like the the interaction between Hope and Wolverine. That was kind of cool. The, as I know that for the past few months, things have been kind of hit and miss with them back and forth. Um, it's cool to. I, I've liked Brew since his since he was introduced. Uh, back at the beginning of this series in issue number one. So it was cool to have him kind of upstage some of the smarter people in the room. Um, 
Kenny Niceman, huge thumbs down. Uh, Husk and Toad, even a bigger thumbs down. Glad to see Rachel and Xavier kind of doing their thing with each other. Because um, Rachel, I, I feel like Rachel should have had a much bigger role in this since she's been possessed by the Phoenix before, but she's she's not playing that big role. Yeah, that's kind of that's really strange. Yeah, that's that's a huge problem of the whole AVX thing. It's been a, I think it's been a pretty good series for the most part, but this has been a huge what she's possessed the Phoenix before. How can she not have something to do with this? Right. Um, I think this leads up. It's putting Professor Xavier more into the forefront as he's gonna bite the dust possibly. Um, I think that they would introduce him a lot earlier in the AVX if he was really going to die. I would have thought so, too. So we'll see. We'll see. Angel, that was kind of out of nowhere. By the way, all this bad stuff is happening, but we've got time to say that you've graduated. <laughs> now go fight Havoc. and I mean, go fight Hawkeye and join us. Or I, I didn't really understand that part. I just want to know who Angel is. Give me some concrete to work with on this character yeah that's what i got yeah we he's he is completely different every time we see him i thought it was interesting how they have the picture of the original team in the background Mm -hmm. and that's like they're coming back you know yeah so I think it's good also that they're going uh, to talk about they're doing the Hellfire Club. Going back to that, I feel like Jason Aaron really hasn't had his say in this book. We're on number fifteen, and he's had to deal with schism, the fallout of that, and he hasn't really had his chance to tell his story, which is the Hellfire Club. You know, but wasn't schism part of him? It he had to deal with the fallout of schism. Like schism happened, and then the Wolverine and the X Men. But like. I wanted to see what he could do with these characters and like he had to spend time setting up the school. And then after that, he seemed to jump right into, all right, well now we're going to do this crossover. Now we're going to do this crossover, you know? Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So it was okay. I thought, I mean, there were, like I said, you know, good parts, bad parts. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) that's it there were good parts there were bad parts yeah i'm kind of on the same page with you as you know that uh this series has just kind of been hopping around it hasn't really at least for me been able to have two or three issues to just establish this is the school this is what goes on at the school here's what's happening even just like a short three issue arc of what what happens and how things work it's yeah, just one I, thing after the other. Yeah, I think that that would sell. Like, if they took their time and slowed down. But see, the thing is, they only get 12 issues, well, probably 24 issues per year, right? Yeah, and if if you're going to do a summer blockbuster thing every single year, then you really, you only get, you know, especially since this one is 12 issues, AVX is 12 issues, you only get... Um, you know, half that time or a fraction of that time to devote to your own stories. And Kieran Gillen is trying to do that with um, the unit, you know, in his yep. uncanny run and with, uh, oh, what's her name? Danger. And we're trying to see where that goes and with Sinister and everything. But 
because they have to tie it into all these things, we can never get a full picture of what his story he's trying to tell is, and it, it's it's subpar. Yeah, if it would just slow down, I think it would, you know, because it doesn't have a voice right now. Right. Absolutely. All right, are we good? Yes. What's next? The Tina Award. The Tina Award. I like how you said that. The Tina Awards. The Tina Awards. Oh, it was fantastic. It was no doubt about it. All right, how many you got? You know, I have four. Good night. I have two. What? Slacker. Well, yes. Yes. Ridicule me. All right. Well, this is what... No. You want wild? Do you want me to go first then? Yes, go first. Okay. I can't stand the rain. I can't stand the rain. Against my window. Bringing back sweet memories. I can't stand the rain. Against my window. Cause he ain't hearing me. I'm typing the name of the song. You don't have that one? No, I don't. I think that's a new one. I can't stand the rain. Dude, I don't know. The rain. I can't stand the rain. Is it R-A-I-N or R-E-I-G-N? <laughs> R-A-I-N. Okay. Like the water that falls out the cloud. Oh, oh, that. Got it. <laughs> um... <clears throat> Let's see here. I can't stand the rain. What's the song about? Um, she hears the rain, and it makes her think of her past relationship. Okay, so it's AVX versus with Storm and Black Panther. There you go. Right on. Right on. <laughs> Without the context, that was kind of tough. No, the title. I can't stand the rain. It was like a whole weather pun. Oh, because it's Storm. Ah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I missed the obvious there. That's all right. I get no points for that. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, right. write me down for no points. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. Uh, that was good. That was good. Mine mine are really easy, man. Now don't See, you say that, and then if I don't get it right, then I'm like the big moron. And then that makes me feel better about myself. Uh, well, I did have to explain my whole Tina to you. Right. Just bear that in mind when you're like, I'm so stumped. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what's love got to do with it? You must try to ignore that it means more than that. Oh, what's love got to do, got to do with it? What's love but a second-hand emotion? What's love got to do, got to do with it? Who needs a heart when a heart can be broken? They see you All right. That one's pretty easy. That's going to be AVX, Storm, and Black Panther. No. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Oh, then it could be Husk and Toad or Iceman and Kitty. Right. It's that whole <laughs> issue with that. It's like, wait a minute. Where did this come from? <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to read up on... I don't it, I don't think it was last issue. I think it was issue 13 where they make some allusions to a, a possible date. Okay. All they right. kiss or something. Do they? I thought that when... Iceman makes all those ice people. One of them kisses her. I, we'll have to, I'll have to go back and read it. I thought he made those ice people an uncanny X-Force. Or that was the bad Iceman. 
I'm gonna have to go back and read. What are we talking about here? What what year is this? <laughs> I know. Well, some of us don't even watch TV. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Honey Boo Boo. Okay. What is what is your next one? Um, I'll be Thunder. That's a good one. That's a good song. I like that one. Really? Yeah. Don't you like it? Yeah. It's just it was never released other than as just an album track. Dude, I have only listened to these songs because of this podcast, like going through to clip them. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if it was released or not. As long as it's on YouTube, <laughs> that's what matters. Well, no, it's, it's just interesting. Like you like you really like I'll Be Thunder. It's a pretty slow, melodic ballad. But then I can't stand the rain. She's been singing. She sings at every concert since 1984. Every concert because it's a big song. So it's just. But it's interesting because the perspective, you know. Right. Well, I don't know if I've ever heard "I Can't Stand the Rain." Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying because you just you got to know Tina through YouTube, not through radio or or MTV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like someone else I know. I didn't say MTV because the kids these days wouldn't know that MTV used to play music. <laughs> It stands for music. Music television. <laughs> but they don't play any. <laughs> Back in the days of Adam Curry. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Good. Uh, so, all right, let's see here. I'll be Thunder. See, now now I don't know because that I would have guessed AVX versus. You didn't pick two for the same one, right? Oh, no. Is that what you're guessing? You can't do it. You can't make me commit like that. <laughs> um, oh, man. You suck. All right. <laughs> Is it Wolverine and the X-Men? Mm-mm. Ah, dang it. Is it AVX versus? Mm-hmm. Is it... Is this one... Is this one supposed to be Storm and the other one was supposed to be Black Panther? Nope. They're both Storm and Black Panther. What is the matter with you? Do we have we have not set up rules? But you can't like every single one that it could ever be. I'm gonna pick for for all, one issue. All right, fine. I think that's a cheap shot. What? Let's not forget he lives in you. <laughs> that was great. He didn't live in him. <laughs> yeah, but his arm was sticking out. Oh. Uh... Man, I wish if we would have thought about it when we first started recording, if we would have just clipped all the end Tinas and just to be able to go back and just listen to some of the conversations we had with the Tinas. Dude, I can do that. I uh, I think that, yeah, episode 100 it would be the Tina word. <laughs> That's all we'll play. <laughs> How did Andy stretch this song? <laughs> <laughs> Shut your mouth. Uh, okay, number two. for No, you do another one. You do another one. Okay. Uh, falling like rain. You take a chance and then you get a real speech. Anyone can sleep. Hey, falling like rain. Oh, I, I love you, love you, love you. Falling like rain. Oh, I, I'm coming down around you. I will always 
wait a minute, wait a minute. Falling like rain? Yeah. Is this? No, it, you didn't do three for the same one, right? I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> don't play with me, Mayo. <laughs> Is it going to be a guess or not? No, it's not going to be a guess. I, I'm going to say that the arrows and blades in AVX versus with Hawkeye and <laughs> Angel were falling like rain. Uh, no. <laughs> no. So suddenly, I don't like this game anymore. <laughs> oh, falling like rain. Oh, the, all the clones were just falling like rain? No. no. <laughs> is it? What is it? What What issue? AVX. <laughs> is it? Is it Black Panther and Storm? Yes. What is the matter with you? <laughs> I got <laughs> I got all the songs that Tina sings about weather. <laughs> you, okay, first of all, you gave me a hard time for having two, but if you have four for all the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> okay, all right. It's going to get old. Like, wait. <laughs> all right, mine is another easy one. <laughs> we don't need another hero. One of Andy's favorite songs that would be for Amazing Spider-Man with Alpha. You're too good. You're too good. Do you like Alpha? No, I don't. The only thing I like about him is that he's not a he's not the same thing as Peter. He's he's different. But that I mean, but making him that powerful is just it's it's a it's it's not a smart move. Mm-hmm. So Especially to reclassify a whole class of continuity, you know? Oh, yeah. I don't think they think about that when they do that, you know? Yeah. I don't think... I, I think the editor says, yeah, this is good. It doesn't It doesn't conflict with anything we currently have. But they don't say, you don't understand. Like, now we have another category out there that we have to adhere adhere to if we ever, you know, come up with a, a bigger threat. Yeah, like our... Alpha, is that like a Galactus-sized threat or a Silver Surfer? Or if Silver Surfer's Omega, then what in the world, you know? Right, exactly. It, so. it always makes me think of when, back in one of our early episodes, we reviewed an, an issue of Thunderbolts, and Black Widow used some kind of serum, and it changed her. It made her morph. It was a serum, that? or it was a shield, like a like a... No, something was injected. Like she used a shot. Oh, yeah. And and you brought that up, and I was like, "You're right. That kind of it nullifies and voids any shapeshifter, and it it's just one of those things you want to keep inside Pandora's box." Right. No, you're right. I remember that. That was who was writing? Was Diggle? I think Diggle was writing at the time. So, all right, last one. When the heartache is over. that storm and black panther recover yes, calling it quits 
Yeah, good. I got one. I got one. <laughs> All right. Well, this is Marvel 616 Politics. Thank you for listening and putting up with us. Um, hey, next episode, hopefully, we have uh, Jennifer and Ms. Jacqueline going to be doing some of the summaries or, or you know, we'll, we'll tailor it. But one thing we definitely want to do is a Q&A. Um, why do you keep sending me links for the Lady Liberators? <laughs> you have to check them out. It's the best. Oh, obviously, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Throughout the episode, keep sending me links. Um, yeah, we want to do a Q&A. So if you have any questions for our wives, um, you know, what did you think when you found out he was in comics? Why did you still marry him? What's wrong with you? That type of thing. Um, if you want to ask towards Andy, what all directed towards Andy. <laughs> um, what's with Tina? How do you compete with her? You know, that, type <laughs> of thing. that would be for Jared. Um, please uh, email us those questions um, at Marvel 616 politics at gmail.com. And uh, we'll have the girls, our wives, answer them on the air for the big 50th episode. Um, we will... Uh, I lost my train of thought. I think that's it. This is Marvel 616 Politics. Go to our website, marvel616politics.com. Like I said, email us. Follow us on Twitter, at 616politics. Is there one other one? No, that's you. It's all you, buddy. All right. Give us a holler or a holla, as they say down in Louisiana. Uh, did you just send me a link for Honey Boo Boo? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a call at 616-755-TINA. That would be the best way for you to ask the questions for our wives. Um, also, or you could post them on Facebook or interact with us on Facebook at http colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash marvel 616 politics um you can always rewind to listen to that address again as it is very long right right i think they got it got right and uh again we're sponsored by dcbservice.com discount comic book service all your comic book needs order 40 45, 50, up to 75% off. Order now this month. All the Marvel Now titles are, I think they're, I think 50 to 75% off. So order, I think it's $6 shipping. So everything over um, four or five titles is gravy, um, is all saving. So uh, feel free to do that. Check them out. Use our our code MarvelPOL8. That stands for politics. MarvelPOL8, and you get an extra 8% off. It's a one-time use. Don't try to use it twice. We'll hunt you down. Did you send me Honey Boo Boo again? What's going on here? No. Why, what, what, why do you finish the podcast? What are why, you why are you looking up? Ah, all right. And we're out. This is ridiculous. And I'm going to get Jared to write the intro for this one because uh, he did the agenda. He did a fantastic. This is Jared's episode <laughs> number two. So uh, <laughs> until next time, make yours Marvel 616 Politics.
here. You don't even have to play the song. Just think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still have to play it. No, that's fine. You okay. should. It's the best song ever. 